Two balls, two strikes to Bryce Harper. Suarez delivers. Swing and a drive. Left field. It's deep. It's going. Yes. And it is gone. Yes. yes. It is Bedlam at the bank as Bryce Harper has put the Phillies on top. Are you kidding me? Oh, his 10th <laughs> career home run of the postseason. And he may never hit a bigger one. Oh. Wow. Wow. Four to three Phillies in the bottom of the eighth inning. It's crazy. Crazy. Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome in to another Red October edition. It's episode number 475 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's your boy KB coming at you with a solo episode and just floating on cloud nine. Just had to soak it all in last night. I couldn't couldn't find the energy and the... the uh, the right words, really. I didn't want to be just full-blown babbling and speechless because I didn't think it was real. The Philadelphia Phillies are going to the World Series. We're covering a championship, everybody. The Phils are going to the World Series, and I, I'm speechless. I can't believe it. It's episode 475 of Underground Sports Philadelphia, and for the first time... In show history, we are covering a major four-sport championship. The Phillies are going to the World Series. They're going to the World Series, man. Um, This is a day that I have dreamt about since 2009. And... It is one of those things that you you just didn't know when it was going to happen again after the the run ended in 2011. We waited 13 years to get to this place and it's it's always been our dream since we started this podcast to be covering championships, watching our teams succeed and thrive. And obviously I've I've gotten the opportunity to be up close and personal for 3 Premier Lacrosse League championships, two of them in Philadelphia, which has been super special for me personally. Um, But now for us to be able to have the opportunity for the next week and a half or so, give or take, to cover the Phillies in the World Series. It's something Matt and I have dreamt about. It's something all of us dreamt about when we started Underground Sports Philadelphia almost five years ago. And now it's here. Before we get into how it all went down, make sure you guys are following us on the socials 
Twitter, Instagram, at UndergroundPHI, Facebook.com slash UndergroundSportsPHI, Twitch.tv slash UndergroundSportsPHI. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see my Twitter handle right below me. It's at KBIZZL311. You can follow me on Twitter there. Make sure you guys are subscribed to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. We are going to be bringing the most ridiculous, fun, extreme content to covering this Phillies World Series run that you will not want to miss. And we just want you guys to know where to get it. It's Apple, it's Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. It goes a long, long way for people to find the show, get involved with the show, and help us continue to deliver dope content that we want to bring you throughout the year. You know, not even just for the Phillies, but for the Eagles, the Flyers, the Sixers, the Union survivor you name it you know what we cover on this show if you listen but subscribe to the podcast feed apple podcast spotify wherever you get your podcasts leave those five star ratings and reviews and subscribe to the underground sports philadelphia youtube channel where you get full video episodes of every single underground sports philadelphia podcast that's this show outside the box top in streamer season get in the hole uh you the dan russo show eagles enemies all of our full video episodes on YouTube. Plus, we are 26 followers away on Twitter from a big 3K follower giveaway with the boy, the homie, the host of You Know Ball. Sorry, that's my boy Trill. The host of That's Ball, folks. Josh Reynolds. Big giveaway coming once we hit 3K. You are going to want to tap in for this because it, it might explode so much that we get to 4k from this giveaway and i'm very excited about it um so make sure you follow us on twitter big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen main auto llc final show for douche arms pro foot as they are now uh unfortunately closed for good uh but i want to thank douche arms for sponsoring the show over the last almost five years they've been on board almost since day one and uh you know, a lot of the things we were able to do were, were because of them early on. So big thank you to Douche Arms, uh, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. Shout out to all of our local sponsors who make this show happen. Ladies and gentlemen, get your tomahawk shades on because we're going to talk about this Phillies NLCS victory go to tomahawkshades.com gear up for the postseason protect your eyes with the best blue light glasses in the game the blue light plus lenses from tomahawk shades they're sunglasses they got hoodies watches you name it they got it tomahawkshades.com promo code usp for 25 percent off that's 25 percent off at tomahawkshades.com code usp guys the phillies did the damn thing they beat the padres four games to one um, they, they could have easily won game two, but you know, it slipped away on Wednesday. Uh, we were live for most of the, the slipping away, but game three on Friday, Phillies get the job done, winning it four to two with Ranger Suarez on the mound. He goes five innings in that game, followed by Eflin Alvarado and Sir Anthony Dominguez in just a unload the clip. Get the job done, seal it, go up two games to one, and that's exactly what the Phillies did in Game 3. 
and that's what they needed to do um, because I think that game more than any of the others was like the big defining game. If you won game three in postseason history, you go on to win the series 70% of the time. You had to win game three, establish that home field advantage after stealing one in San Diego. And uh, the Phillies did just that. And that was, a, I think, a series-defining game for sure. Uh, and then you you move ahead to game four on Saturday, which uh, also shout out to two of my best friends in the entire world, Liz and Anthony Funk. Um, I got the honor and privilege of marrying them on Saturday morning and uh, love both of them dearly. Very, very happy for them and was so honored to be a part of their special day. Um, it was it was awesome. And I just have to say in my lifetime now, knock on wood. Philly sports teams are 3-0 and when I'm at a wedding, so just saying. Uh, but the Phillies win game four, 10-6. Reese Hoskins continues to silence the haters. The haters are mad because they, they just they can't be any more wrong about Reese Hoskins. He hits two home runs in this game, and, you know, the people want to complain about his fielding. They want to complain about his hot and cold streaks. Well, guess what? Reese Hoskins is on his way to being forever etched in Philadelphia Phillies lore with the amount of home runs he's mashing this uh, postseason. And the Phillies win 10-6 in Game 2, or in Game 4 on Saturday, Game 2 at home, I should say. Mike Clevenger doesn't even go a third of an inning. He gives up three earned runs. Um, Kyle Schwarber was fantastic in this game. Uh, Connor Brogdon was great in this game. Goes two and a third, only gives up one hit. Um, Bilotti, Brad Hand was pretty bad in this game. Syndergaard was great. David Robertson did the damn thing. Got an inning and two thirds in, and then Zach Eflin comes in to seal the deal. This team, man, they just they just continue to impress. A 10-6 win. Uh, to go up three games to one, and you can never feel comfortable with a 3-1 lead because it's the most dangerous lead in sports. You go on to Sunday's game, the first Sunday game that the Phillies have played since the regular season, which is crazy to think about. Um, they win this game 4-3 to to move on to the World Series. Bryce Harper comes in in the clutch. Reese Hoskins hits a, a home run earlier in the game. The Padres get a home run from Juan Soto. Then they get two runs because the Phillies were forced to pitch during, like, a hurricane. And then, of course, the rain just magically disappears when the Padres pitchers are on the mound. But, nonetheless, JT gets on. Uh, the Padres don't go to Josh Hader to face Bryce Harper. And then, not only does Joe Davis have a fantastic call of Bryce Harper's game-winning home run. Not only does Scott Fransky have a great, fantastic call of Bryce Harper's home run, but also Oscar Budahan has a fantastic call of Bryce Harper's home run. It is so rare that you get three dynamic, iconic, and like just like entrenched in your brain big-time game calls from just one person. But to get it from three, the national broadcast, the English radio broadcast, and the Spanish radio broadcast is super special. And Bryce said uh, to to Kevin Long and to JT Real Muto, let's give them something to remember. 
Well, Bryce, you, you certainly gave us something to remember because, my goodness, my man, what a what a, a powerful tank shot to give the Phillies the lead. And Joe Davis said it uh, the best, you know, Harper with the swing of his life. Scott Fransky, Bedlam at the Bank. Bedlam at the Bank will be on T-shirts soon from us. Um, I cried last night. <laughs> When it happened, I was I was emotional. Um, this team, this this franchise, just means so much to me. You know, the, they're the first professional organization I saw win a championship in my lifetime when I turned 15 years old in 2008. And it's just like one of those core memories that you never forget. And the fact that it was on my birthday is even more absurd. Um but, you know, now that I'm a decade older, more than, you know, almost double my age, it, it sinks in even more, like, how special this, this organization is and how much they mean to you as a person at that point in your life that you're at. And you just think about, you know, I, I, I get made fun of all the time. You know, I, I sat through... The Emmanuel Burrises, the the Cedric Hunters, the Cesar Hernandez and Freddie Galvis future double play combo. You know, you, you sit through Tyler Goodell, you sit through Jonathan Papelbon and Jeff Francoeur at the end of his career, and you know, and you'll De Los Santos being a, a key trade component when you trade Freddie Galvis away, and just so many different players and shufflings of the deck and you sit through multiple Jeremy Hellickson opening day starts. You sit through, you know, Cody Ashy and you, you, you're Aaron Altairs and Darren Ruff. <laughs> Shout out to Darren Ruff. Um, you know, you had Jorge Alfaro who you thought was going to be a guy and you know Michael Stutes there were so many guys from 2012 to last season even you know Carlos Santana Jake Arietta um Wilson Ramos <laughs> Strubel Cabrera you sit through so many guys and then the team gets assembled with the Kyle Schwarbers, the Bryce Harpers, the Nick Castellanos, the JT Real Muto, the Zach Wheeler. Then you go trade for Brandon Marsh and Noah Syndergaard. You signed, uh, you know, just you, you go and get David Robertson and he doesn't work out. And then you trade for him again and he gets his redemption arc. And then you have the homegrown guys like Zach Eflin and Aaron Nola and Reese Hoskins. You know, Gene Segura has been here for a, a significant part of this run uh, of trying to get to the postseason, trying to get to the World Series. And, you know, you look back on so much of it, and it is just, it's special, man. And,. You know, you look at Sir Anthony Dominguez, who you didn't know if he was going to pitch again. 
You know, you sit through Sir Anthony Dominguez. You don't know if he's going to be able to pitch again after the Tommy John. You, you see Jose Alvarado go down to the minors and come back up, and now he's just an unbelievable pitcher out of the bullpen. You you get guys on this team, and then they just mesh and bond. You know, Alec Bohm, I fucking hate this place, to now he loves this place, to Bryson Stott, you know. It's crazy. It's crazy to think about how far... This team has come, how far this organization has come. And now they're going to the World Series. They're going to compete for a championship. And yeah, they're playing the Astros. They're playing Hector Neris and the Houston Astros. And if you know this podcast, you know we are a big Hector Neris podcast. But there are a lot of, uh, you know, the math is math and things going on with this this Phillies run that I'd be foolish not to bring up. Um, I want to, you know, first things first, I want you to kick it back to 2017, which is a big part of this podcast origin story. There was a, a football team in the city of brotherly love who, even though they were the one seed at the time, were dubbed underdogs throughout the entire run of their postseason because their franchise MVP candidate quarterback at the time had gotten injured, they were going to be playing with a backup, and nobody believed in them. They go on in their first game to play against a team with a bird mascot. Then they go on to play a team that has... A, uh, a human figure, if you will, mascot. And then they go on to a championship game in which they face a heavy favorite and a team with a record for notoriously cheating on multiple occasions. And we all know how Super Bowl 52 went. Then you fast forward to 2022, where... A little old baseball team from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. was The biggest underdog the world had ever done seen. That so many people were upset that they were in the playoffs that they shouldn't even deserve to be in. And that the playoff format was broken. In their first round of the playoffs, they face a team with a bird mascot. Then they go on in their next two rounds play teams who have, you know, human-like mascots. And then in the championship game that they'll eventually be playing in on Friday, they'll be facing a team who is heavily favored, that has a record for notoriously cheating in the Houston Astros. It's kind of crazy, but there's even more math that's even connected to us in a way. Uh, our former OG producer, Tyler Steinbrunn, played sold-out Wells Fargo Center back in January of 2018, weeks before the Eagles went to the Super Bowl and played drums with the Killers to a song called Reasons Unknown. Fast forward to 2022, a few weeks ago. Our boy Tyler Steinbrenn played drums with the Killers at a sold-out Wells Fargo Center to a little old song known as Reasons Unknown. 
weeks before, the Phillies would be playing in the World Series. They say history repeats itself. And maybe we're we're deep diving and, and big braining a lot of it. But this team has overcome so much adversity to be where they were at the end of May towards you know Memorial Day where it felt like this team was the same old song and dance. And then they fired Joe Girardi finally. They listened to what Matt and I had to say. And then you go and see what they do in the first run of Rob Thompson after he gets appointed as interim manager, which DJ and I were at that game. Shout out to DJ, honorary Phillies fan through and through. Where were you when DJ helped save the Philly season? We went to one of those games against the Angels, and it was just like the vibe felt different. And then you fast forward to where we are now, and the Phillies are four wins away from being World Series champions. It, it doesn't feel real. Like, this season has been a movie. Like, some movie production company should be making a movie about the 2022 Phillies one way or another. Because this story has been unbelievable. You go, you know, Bryce Harper gets hit on the hand and is out for two months, and we're without the MVP. Gene Segura is out for, like, seven weeks, and we're without our second baseman. Zach Wheeler gets injured. Sir Anthony Dominguez gets injured. Kyle Schwarber gets injured. This team has dealt with so much and never quit. Even when it felt like, you know, things weren't going our way, it just didn't feel like it, it was possible. This team never quit. They never gave up. And that's why they keep dancing on their own in the locker room. It's why they're here playing for a championship in the 2022 World Series. This team never gave up. Back in July, Vince Quinn was tweeting at me when we were playing the Pirates. Don't you have a terrible baseball team to be watching? Well, Vince Quinn, that terrible baseball team is playing for a World Series. Ken Rosenthal, the Philadelphia Phillies firing Joe Girardi did fix their problems. This team, man, this team is bringing so many people together. It's emotional for me. <laughs> it sounds stupid. It sounds really dumb that I'm like emotional about grown men playing baseball. But it's it's really how I I feel about this organization. I want them to succeed so fucking badly. Like I want nothing more than this Phillies team to be at the top of the mountain year after year after year. <sighs> And now, like, we have an opportunity in front of us. And we're not done. And I thought that was the coolest part about everybody celebrating last night out on the field. Bryce getting the NLCS MVP. John Middleton, Dave Dombrowski just talking about, you know, the win. But saying that the job's not done. We're not finished. We have four more to go. I love that mindset. It's rare that you get that mindset from a lot of people in the moment. But that's where their heads are at. Their heads, are, they don't care. Like Bryce sitting down at the podium, bringing the NLCS MVP trophy up, saying, I don't really care about this, but MLB is making me do it. 
Like, that is a winning formula. That is a winning mindset. And the Phillies are four wins away from being World Series champions when they gave them a 1.3% chance to win the World Series going into the playoffs. They were the number 12 team in the power rankings, according to MLB. Well, guess what? We're here, and we're ready to make some noise. Bryce Harper said, Philadelphia Phillies, we're here. They're going to do everything they can to bring this shit home. And it's time, five years later, for John Middleton to bring that fucking trophy back to Philadelphia. I'm just, I'm over the moon, man. It's crazy. It's crazy that, like, this team is competing for a World Series. It is, it's one of those things that, like, you dreamt about. You dreamt about this moment, what it would be like, and it still doesn't feel real. Like, Jordan Mailata's out in the streets last night celebrating to get a a feel of what it's like to have a championship atmosphere. People were playing baseball in the streets. Philly Elmo made an appearance last night. Just a, it's, it's an unreal feeling. I, um, I couldn't be more excited. You know, you see the emotion from all the Phillies' wives and significant others as well, like Jamie Bermudez, Hoskins getting caught on the on the big screen, you know, tearing up and sobbing. Kayla Harper hugging Bryce and being emotional. Um, it, it was it's just so cool to see the vibes and you know, dancing on my own. Sorry, Boston, that's a Philadelphia staple. Now I was looking at the the iTunes charts the other day and Philadelphia has like their own city charts and dancing on my own is number 10 on the charts come on now let's get that up a little more Callum Scott too big uh big tweet big tweet he put out there saying that he would come perform at the World Series Callum we're giving you the open invite to come on the pod and talk about the Phillies this song and the vibe the energy and you now being an honorary Philadelphian. Miles Teller going and doing shots at Angelo's. <laughs> like, unreal. Uh, you know, having Matt Stairs, Ryan Howard, and Jason Worth throwing out the first pitches of games three, four, and five, respectfully. Just, uh, wow. It's just wow. Like, we're going to the World Series, guys. We're going to the World Series. You know, the the Flyers and the Wells Fargo Center opened up the the Wells Fargo Center early for a watch party because the Flyers played last night. Unfortunately, they lost. Um, But opening it up so that people going to the game got to watch it and and see everything going on across the street. The Eagles being on a bye week was perfect timing. And we are lining up for the most ridiculous week in Philly sports, maybe history. Maybe Philly sports history, the most ridiculous weekend. Because this is what we have on deck, everyone. This is what we have on deck. Our sports schedule 
looks like this. On Friday, October 28th, we've got Phillies-Astros game one, Sixers-Raptors. On Saturday the 29th, my 29th birthday, Phillies-Astros game two, Sixers-Bulls, Flyers-Hockey. On Sunday the 30th, Eagles-Steelers in Philly. Also on Sunday, NYCFC at the Union for the Eastern Conference Finals of the MLS Cup Playoffs. Monday, the anniversary of the Phillies 2008 World Series Parade, we've got Phillies-Astros Game 3 in Philly, and then Sixers-Wizards as well. Tuesday, November 1st, we've got Astros at Phillies Game 4, Flyers-Hockey. Wednesday, November 2nd, we've got Astros-Phillies Game 5 in Philly and Flyers-Hockey. And then Thursday, November 3rd, Travel Day, we've got Eagles-Texans Thursday Night Football. Friday the 4th, Phillies-Astros if needed, and Sixers-Knicks. Like, just wow. Just... Wow. What a week we're set up for. This is going to be one of the most iconic weeks in Philly sports history. Like, I tweeted a video of Dancing on My Own from last night from the, the clubhouse. And we've got the, the PLL CEO, Mike Rabel. My guy. My guy for life. My brother for life. Saying he wants in on the bandwagon for the Phils. Phils are bringing the lacrosse and baseball communities together, baby. Uh, it's just so cool, too. Like, you got you got Eagles players tweeting out stuff during the bye week. You know, Jalen Hurts going and ringing the bell at the Sixers game, even though they lost. Um, Devontae Smith tweeting his reaction to Bryce Harper. Fletcher Cox tweeting that and then tweeting the Dancing on My Own lyrics. Um... Jake Elliott tweeting, like, it's just so cool. We talked about this as well, like, the last couple of episodes, how interconnected and intertwined this Phillies team is. And um, it's like everybody's just all together cracking open an ice-cold Kenwood beer together. It's the the beer of champions. Go to KenwoodBeer.com. Use that all-new and improved Kenny tracker. See who's got Kenwood beer on tap in the Philadelphia area for this World Series run and 365 days a year. you got to be 21 or older to do so, and, of course, please drink responsibly. And while we're at it as well, make sure you guys go to phiapparel.co. That is our official merch provider here for Underground Sports Philadelphia. Podcast merch will be coming in the very near future, but you guys can go and gear up for the Phillies playoff run, the Eagles, the Flyers, the Sixers, the Union, you name it. PHIapparel.co is the website. And use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off your order. That's PHIapparel.co. And use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off your order. Because, guys, let me tell you. These boys are the absolute best of the best. They, uh... They line up right with with what we want to 
want to bring you in terms of merch. And uh, PHI Apparel Co. provides unique designs and high-quality clothing for the great fans of Philadelphia. With their original designs for all, there's no doubt you'll stand out in the crowd. They got that Bryce Harper reaction face shirt that is uh, in my cart as we speak. So go to phiapparel.co and use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off your order. Help support the show, help support our new merch partners, and uh, get ready for this World Series run. It is just so cool how this these teams are just connecting with one another, supporting one another, and uh, we got to figure out which Philadelphia Eagle is going to go down here and which Philadelphia Union member is going to go down there because uh, we need that. We need that connectivity as well. We Here's the story. I don't know if anybody really understands why we got those three down there. Gritty, obviously, is like one of the first major news things that happened when we started the show. Gritty got announced like year one of the podcast, so Gritty is down there for life. Mike Scott is obviously our boy, biggest Philadelphia athlete to endorse us publicly and, you know, rock with us. It really helped blow us up a bit. And then, of course, Bryce was one of the biggest signings to date, if not the biggest signing that we'll ever get in Philly sports history when he came to town. Um, But I think, you know, Jalen Hurts might be working his way on there. I think Andre Blake might be working his way on there. Bedoya might work his way on there. Who knows? We'll figure that out when we get there. But I think those two, you guys can leave that in the YouTube comment section. Which Philadelphia Eagle and which Philadelphia Union member should be on the layout uh, on the right corner of the podcast layout on YouTube. It's just super exciting, man. Like... The World Series. Like, the Phillies are playing in the Fall Classic. It's absolutely crazy. I'm speechless, man. We're going to the World Series. After everything this team has been through, after all the ups and downs, the highs, the lows, the roller coaster season that has been 2022, we punched our ticket to the World Series. We got in. I don't care if you want to complain about the postseason format. This is what it was made for. It was made for parody. It was made for chaos. It was made so every team had an opportunity. And if you're mad that the 111-win Dodgers or the 99-win Yankees or the 101-win Braves, Mets, whatever it may be, didn't make it to the World Series, maybe those teams should have played better when they were in the playoffs. Maybe they should have stepped their game up when the lights turned on real bright during the biggest moments of the year. It doesn't matter what you do in the regular season. It doesn't matter if you sweep these piss-poor teams in the regular season. It doesn't matter if you dominate a team that's in the playoffs during the regular season. When you meet them in the playoffs, it's a whole new season. That's any sport. Playoffs means clean slate. It does not matter what you did in the regular season. This postseason format, I was I was skeptical of it before it started. Because I didn't, I, I didn't really like the first opening round of like the teams not having home field advantage, or for the, for not the split of being able to play at home if you were a wild card team. I love this playoff format. I think this is the best thing baseball has done in a very long time. It's created so much parity, so much controversy in a good way. Of, you know, 
just different teams getting an opportunity and, and teams stepping up when they needed to the most. And the Phillies have done that series in and series out. The Astros have done it series in and series out. And that's why those two teams are playing for a championship now. Like, this is what baseball needs. You need that underdog and you need that Goliath, like, to go toe-to-toe with one another. And that is just so much fun. And, you know, those other teams should have just played better. That's all you can say. They didn't show up when they needed to the most. So anybody complaining about this playoff format can kick rocks. Because I think this is the best thing that's happened to baseball. This playoff format is awesome. And everybody should be on board with it. I don't care if you're a Dodger fan. I'm a Phillies fan. And back in 2011 when the Phillies won 102 games, which was like unprecedented during that time, it was rare to see a 100-win team. And we got bounced in the first round. You didn't hear Phillies fans complaining about the playoff format or any of that. So many people are caught up on this because it is more teams. And now there's actual seeding and everything in baseball that we haven't seen before. People want to throw a hissy fit about it and, and think it's it's a messed up, flawed thing. It's year one of this. It's going to be totally different next year with the teams who get in. People are going to advance that are good teams. People are going to advance that are, you know, wildcard teams. The two best teams who have played the best during this postseason are moving on to the World Series, and that's the Philadelphia Phillies and the Houston Astros. The Phillies have dominated in this postseason. They swept the Cardinals two games to none. They took three out of four from the Braves, won that series 3-1, and wasn't even close. And they took four out of five from the Padres, where on paper, some of those Padres matchups were much closer. Like, obviously, games four and five were insane. And even game two, for a while, like, the the, the final scores in the, the series against the Padres will not tell the full story of that series. But the Phillies won four out of five. The Phillies have lost two games all postseason. The Astros have lost no games all postseason. They're the two best teams left. Hate to break it to you. Hate to break it to you. The Phillies this season won 87 games, I want to say, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, 87. So then you had two more wins against the Cardinals. It's 89. Three more wins against the Braves. That's 92 and 76. And then they're at 96 and 77. And if they win four games to win the World Series, the Phillies will finish with 100 wins this year. Just saying. Just saying. Eighth trip to the Fall Classic in Phillies history. First since 2009. Obviously, they won it in 08. They won it in 80. Lost in 93 and 83. Lost in 1950-something. But uh, we're going to the World Series, baby. And it's going to be a fun ride. We're going to be doing so much shit. We already said, you know, once we get to 3K on Twitter, we've got a big giveaway coming. And we're including a World Series clubhouse hat in that giveaway, along with some stuff with our boy Josh Reynolds from That's Ball, folks. So you don't want to miss it. You gotta follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram at UndergroundPHI. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. You might be getting an extra entry into the giveaway if you subscribe to the YouTube channel. 
Just search Underground Sports Philadelphia on YouTube where you get full video episodes of the pod. Subscribe to the pod feed on Apple, Spotify. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. And also go to playpickup.com. Play the hottest headline in sports, which is who's going to win the World Series, the Phillies or the Astros. You rack up points on your fan profiles, cash them in for prizes. Go to playpickup.com now. Subscribe to that pod feed. Help us out. Boost us up. Get us on the charts. You know you love us. Subscribe to the podcast feed. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us at Underground PHI. Follow me at KBIZZL311. Shout out to our sponsors, Main Auto LLC, Douche Arms, Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland, Tom Shades, Pickup, Kenwood Beer, Bino Board, Trophy Smack, PHI Apparel Co. All of their info is linked in the show notes on audio and in the description on YouTube. But this has been another Red October edition, episode number 475 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. We'll be back on Wednesday night, twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI, previewing the World Series. You don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. But until then, I'm your boy KB. Let's go Phils. And we'll see you guys next episode. But until then, I'm signing off. Peace.